Hi, Hopeless Joy here, wishing you all peace, love, and happiness. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on this Stained Glass Spirituality Fun Fest. The world is changing. Why don't you? How could I be a better version of me? I am learning new things every day, or at least I'm trying. Today, let's talk about anticipatory grief. Unlike the grief and mourning that happens after someone has passed away, this anticipatory grief begins before the person has died but the emotions can be very similar. When a person has a disease, injury, or condition that permanently changes their personality, like Alzheimer's, the grief may come as it sinks in that your loved one, as you knew them, will be gone even before they're gone. Even though the loved one you've been caring for is still alive, you may have already started feeling the weight and pain of their loss. While some people, while some people might think of this as a type of depression, it's really a distinct form of grieving. And it's also a natural expected response to or after caring for someone or while caring for someone with a long-term or incurable illness. This, this kind of grief can hurt just as much as what you feel when a loved one dies. Sometimes it may feel worse because it's so prolonged. Sometimes it may even make the loss after death easier, but not always. It's real and it sucks. And you can't ignore it and hope to just power through. Allow yourself to process the grief and appreciate the time you have left. You might have anxiety, dread or sadness as you wait for their passing. You could also feel a sense of loss and longing for your own independence and freedom as your own life changes because much of your time and energy is now going to someone who needs you. And that can also lead to guilt. Anger, rage, bitterness, even resentment are common feelings too as you're forced to come to terms with the fact that you cannot change the outcome as much as you want to, as much as you wish to, you cannot change the outcome. It's important to remember that all of these feelings are normal in such difficult situations. And often, primary caregivers, those who take on these daily responsibilities for someone's someone else's well-being these caregivers feel a piece of loss each and every day 
more deeply and in a way that others in their lives will probably never possibly imagine. Anticipatory grief and couples is also a thing. You know, I know it may seem strange combination of concepts, but bear with me. First things first, anticipatory grief is a term that describes the grieving reaction and process before the loss has actually occurred. So if you're in a relationship and you're already worried about the relationship ending, that is anticipatory grief. Um, anticipatory grief is a term that is in reference to losses such as terminal illness, high suicide lethality, high risk lifestyles, gang involvement, or even from non-death related losses such as scheduled surgeries, mastectomies, impending divorces, company downsizing or war. It could go on forever. This anticipatory grief in couples, it was a term that was first coined by Lindemann way back circa 1944 after observing couple dynamics during World War II. Being constantly under the threat of losing their husbands, the soldiers' wives went through all the stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, even before having confirmation of their husband's passing, still trying to safeguard themselves against the impact of sudden wartime death notice, these wives ended up disengaging from their husbands even, even in cases when they returned home safely. I was wondering if there wasn't a link between anticipatory grief and the way people live the end of a relationship through bad breakups, separations, or divorce. I believed it would be a different experience than lived in a case of cancer, but, well, not in my case. In some brief instances, there is a chance if of loving couples being able to share precious, meaningful moments that can reaffirm the previously existing bonds. And I'm referring to anticipatory grief such as chemo brain and dementia, not narcissistic amnesia or alcoholism or abuse, what have you. You know, where the person is still alive but seemingly unreachable in parts of their brain. You know, those, those parts of them that gave them their sense of identity and belonging to the persons or groups that already are grieving their irrevocable change. I'm referring to I'm referring to suffering the loss of a person in the role that we knew them and the loss of how of a relationship while they're still alive and breathing just knowing that they're in a new and demonish form sometimes you can even be trapped sharing the same space with these 
people, demons, what have you, but not sharing what made them and feel alive and meaningful at all to you in your heart. I suppose it all depends on what individuals consider as meaningful about whom and what, but maybe instinctively we protect ourselves from anticipatory grief when we're in relationships that just don't work anymore, but we are still carrying it through. Maybe the denial is, maybe denial is a shield that protects us from contemplating supposed unbearable solitude. Maybe we're so angry at the others or the fate or at life that we just can't take a step to the side and mourn the loss and move the heck on. Maybe we are still negotiating with a partner that just truly doesn't give us what we need and never will. And why we are still, while we are still busy bargaining, we aren't doing much giving either now, are we? Maybe all we can do for now is to fight off this depressing state while accompanying the loss because what might shut us down for a while and that's not something we think we can afford because we need to function we humans we need to function in other areas of our lives our jobs careers parenthoods extended families projects what have you hobbies Maybe if some of those partners kept saying, sometimes even without meaning it, sometimes just a product of momentary rage or dislike that they want out and that the other one starts beginning this anticipatory grieving, that starts the disengagement. And this, when a disengagement occurs, like in the case of Lindman's World War II wives, this closes the path for those seemingly endless negotiations and, re, and readjustations that sometimes may lead to a reconciliation and a new, more functional couple dynamic. It just leaves two individuals that could have, would have, should have had a bright, beautiful, amazing, wonderful future together, but instead having dug such a disgusting, nasty, dark, icky, yucky, deep, and wide chasm between them that it may be so unthinkably difficult to ever rebuild a smoldering bridge to even think of crossing it again. Perhaps living out some of the grief before actual death of our relationships assists us in the long while. So to mourn more effectively and then move the heck on. I don't know. I don't think so. Not in my case. I learn. But it still hurts. Why do people have to hurt people? Why do hurt people hurt people? What if a relationship doesn't terminate after a shocking, emotional, 
emotional, emotional bombardment attack where you are left completely dumbfounded by a reality that you just seem to be a victim of. What if the end and the grief is precluded by one of those seemingly endless Shakespearean dialogues when if the dagger comes and takes away if the life and if it's the future you envisioned if at least you know why and how and who and when and maybe that can hopefully make it easier for you if not for the future learn something but of all things, you must take care of you. I love you. You love you because you are so freaking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Universe, gods, spirits, angels, guides, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference between right and wrong, as well as love and hate, to live every day like it may be my last, and enjoying one moment at a time. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you, until we meet again. <laughs>